Live, love, rest, repeat. That's the title for uh, this morning's uh, message. There's actually a, a DJ by the name of Calvin Harris, and I listen to his music, and he's got uh, a song that's, uh, I think it's uh, Eat, Sleep, Rave, Repeat. So I kind of stole that uh, from him a little bit. But today we're going to talk about resting, that third element on there. Um, we live in culture and in a society and a world where everything is crazy busy. I read an article in uh, Big D magazine and it says that the most popular word for uh, 2012 was crazy busy. Everybody says they're crazy busy. I've got meetings to go to. I've got uh Flights to uh, board. I've got meetings to attend. I've got people to hang out with. I've got things to plan. Um, I've got taxes to pay. I've got hours to volunteer. I've got a budget to handle. I'm crazy busy. And I don't know if that applies to you, but as I was preparing this, I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, always And the sad thing is that when I do get some downtime, I almost feel guilty, which is really sad. I'm like, I should be doing something right now. I mean, I'm being unproductive. And the question is, am I really? So live, love, rest, repeat. The song that I'm thinking of has a little bit of a rhythm. So if you kind of hear me do a little bit of rhythm on that, um, it's because I'm thinking. So live, love, rest, repeat. Live, love, rest, repeat. So, I'm going to talk about rest. I'm going to talk about two aspects of rest. This physical side of resting and then the spiritual side. Us, all right? Inside, our soul. Um, So that's what's coming ahead, all right? Um, Centers for Disease Control in 2012, after some research they did and a study they did, they say that there are 50 million Americans that get five hours of sleep every day or less. And they connect that study with all of these um, ailments, if you will. Anxiety, diabetes, obesity, aging skin. I thought that was really interesting. Apparently, when we don't get enough rest, your body produces a chemical, a something that doesn't allow your skin to rejuvenate the way that your body was naturally made to rejuvenate. Um, Heart disease, and the list goes on and on and on. So, So these are facts. This is research that they did, um, and this is what they find about not getting enough rest. Rest is by design. I think that sometimes we tend to think that it's a flaw that when our body starts to get tired, I think we start, at least me, I've thought in the past, this isn't right. Why is my body asking for me to calm down? It's not a flaw. We, we weren't made to go 24 hours a day, 365 days a year without resting 
Think about that one fact, if nothing else. When you get tired or weary, burdened, your body starts to slow down. You ready? It was designed to do that. It humbles us. Getting tired humbles us. It humbles us and it reminds us that we are not supernatural. It reminds us that we are not superhuman. You can put all of the energy drinks and all of the exercise and all the good stuff that can energize your body and your body is still going to eventually require some rest. And it tends to remind us that we were made like that and it humbles us to say, I need to actually put things to the side. And maybe energy drink is not your thing to get some um, power. Whatever it is, some fruit, some good food, some exercise. Perhaps, but it reminds us that we are not superhuman. That we are not supernatural. And that should actually encourage us. If I don't have to keep the pace of society and culture and say every day my schedule is full for 12 hours, we should be encouraged then to be able to let some things die down. To put some things to the side. Why should we be encouraged? Well, the psalmist says in Psalm 121, he says, I look to the heavens. He says, I look to the hills. And he asks a question, where does my help come from? He says, it comes from the Lord who watches over everything, over all creation. And here's the beautiful part that should encourage us. He never slumbers and he never sleeps. Sometimes we tend to put ourselves in the category of supernatural and superhuman. We're not. That will either cause some friction in your heart if you think you are supernatural right now, or it'll encourage you and say, wow, I'm glad I don't have to. Those are kind of the two options there. This truth that I'm saying that God is God and that we are not God will rub you the wrong way. Because you've been playing God, you want to be God, you want to save yourself through actions and through things, or it'll allow you to rest and be encouraged and say, well, wait a minute, I don't have to worry about juggling a hundred things because when I'm resting, when my head is on the pillow, when my body is doing what it was designed to do, he's at work. And finally, he commands us to rest. He says, hey, this is healthy for you. And it's a healthy restriction. The word restriction isn't usually welcome with applause. But let's just chat about that for a little bit. A fish was designed to be in the water, right? It's, it's a restriction for the fish, right? Because the designer of the fish decided that that's where it will flourish. True? We've got restrictions from our designer. And he says, rest. There is a Sabbath. What is Sabbath? Full rest. Shalom. Peace. Wholeness. 
He says, breathe in. Live. Love. Rest. Repeat. Live. Love. Rest. Repeat. On the other side, some of my favorite words in all scripture are Jesus Christ hanging on a cross. He's just been tortured and required to carry a wooden cross on his back after he's been lashed with a whip that has metal spikes at the end. His back is open. The skin is exposed. There's a crown of thorns that's been put on his head. He's been spit on, mocked, humiliated. His clothes have been torn off of him. Isaiah tells us that his beard was pulled out of him. And on the cross, he says, it is finished in John 19.30. Sorry, just gave you the context of what happens before he speaks this. He says, Jesus knew that his mission was not finished, and he said, I am thirsty, hanging on the cross. His blood is coming out of him because he is now nailed from his hands and his feet. He's experienced hours of torture. The sun is beating down on him. He's thirsty. His body is asking for something, right? Fully God, fully man. He says, I'm thirsty. So a jar of sour wine that was sitting there was soaked on a sponge, put on a hyssop branch, and held it, and it was held up to his lips. When Jesus tasted it, he said, it is finished. Note the exclamation point. So there's a writer, an eyewitness who is writing this, and he hears Jesus say, it is finished. Jesus says, it's been accomplished. And my life was laid down for you. That's where you write down your name. That's where you include your name personally. It's done. There is no more to do on the spiritual side. Don't walk out of here. Poyo said, I should put my feet on the desk tomorrow morning and I'll get a paycheck next Friday. This is on the spiritual side. Don't let this be a stumbling block for you. Please. Work hard. Work with excellence and all these other things. Find rest in it. But I'm talking about spiritual now. He says, it is finished. The original word that's used when this is written in Greek, is telestai. And it's a word that was found by historians to be put on tax receipts that the people pay the Roman government. Paid in full. That's the original word. When Jesus Christ said it is finished, his last breath, his last word, he essentially said, It is paid in full. What was paid in full? All of our junk. All of our garbage. All of our shortcomings. All of our, ready? Sin. All of our sin. Those outbursts of anger, that jealousy, that envy, the gossip, the mocking. 
the adulterous eyes and the murderous hands? He says it's been paid for, it's been paid for, it's been paid for in full and it is finished. Exclamation point. It is done. Why is this good for us spiritually? Because it comes and it shatters religion. Religion is anything that you try to do to get closer to God. Religion is man-made. How can I impress? How can I be a better person? How can I live in a more moral way so that I can catch his attention and say, there's my boy. Makes me proud. It's done. It is finished. I've paid for all of your junk. Past, present, and future. That should encourage us. That should motivate us. That should allow us to wake up in the mornings and not have to worry about proving ourselves to people. You struggle with having to prove yourself to people? Do you ever exaggerate your stories to look a little bit better? Is that pride sometimes in you? Like, hold on, hold on. Let me, you said something, but let me come back at you so you know who I am. Rest in your identity as a son and a daughter. Rest in that. Stop trying to pole vault over things. He said it is finished. Exclamation point. Religion flies out the window. Because what does he want? He wants a relationship. He says you're my son. He says you're my daughter. I call you my son and my daughter. And you're my heir. Heir of my kingdom. Everything I have is yours. Enjoy. And this is what allows us to receive. And we can't receive when our hands are full. When we are too busy doing, doing, doing for Him, trying to prove ourselves, trying to justify our identity in other things, other than in Him, we can't receive what He's given us. He says that what he requires from us is to believe. John chapter 6, verse 29. Jesus told them, the only work God wants from you is to believe in the one he has sent. Who did he send? Jesus. The only work is on the spiritual end. Don't do this, please, to the message. Please. We're talking about spiritually. He says, rest in me and my work. What do I have to do? How do I earn it? How do I get it? How do I understand what my identity is? He says, believe. That is the only work. And you've heard me say this before, that when the good news of Jesus is proclaimed, there is always a response. Always. Accept with gratitude, and you open up your hands, and you're able to receive, or you reject Jesus Christ had just fed thousands of people and they saw his power and his work and his might and his love. And the people said, do more. And he said, you just saw me feed people. He said, the only work my father wants of you is just to believe. And it says the people walked away. They just saw him feed thousands of people with some fish and some loaves, but it wasn't good enough for them. He said, do more, prove yourself. And it says that they started to walk away. You want us to believe? That's it? No. Give me work. Make me work hard for it. 
That's why people reject God's word. Because it's so light. It takes the leverage away from us. He says, the party's there, open the door, walk in, the ledger's been thrown away in the trash can. But we're like, no, give me stuff to do. I want to be busy. He says, that's religion. He says, I want a relationship. I'm your father, he says. Empty your hands this morning. Empty your hands so you can receive. How do you receive? By believing. It is the only work. Believe. The reformer Martin Luther says that the devil's greatest whore is reason. Chew on that. I want, to ex- I want to explain to me clearly. I want to know the ins, the outs, the aboves, the beneaths. I just showed you my power, says Jesus here. But I want to grasp it with reason. We walk by faith, friends. And when you're sitting here on a Sunday morning, I always say, you know what? It's not about you nodding your head and saying, yes, boy. It's about you chewing on it. That's good. You've got a mind for a reason. I've spoken with many of you. I'm like, just sit. Just come talk. Because faith comes from believing. Hearing God's word. The only work God wants from you is to believe. And our reasonable response should be, thank you. Paid in full. It's stamped like the papyrus paper that said, paid in full. That's it. Thank you, Jesus. Know him intimately. Spend time with him. Chat with him. What does that look like? Turn off your radio, your CD player, your iPod, whatever it is, for three minutes in the morning and say, spend some time with you. Talk to me. And follow him joyfully. Those restrictions that are in our life, they're there for a reason. Like the fish in the water is given those restrictions for a re- so he can flourish. Our designer knows how we are to flourish, how we do flourish. We follow joyfully. We open up our hands. The only work is to believe. The only work. Live. Love. Rest. Repeat. Live. Love. Rest. Repeat. Jesus, we pray that you would give us faith to open up our hands, our hearts, and our minds, and just 